Hey muses, welcome to the Muse Era podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Koch, and I'm a social media producer for celebrities and brands, a digital TV host and content creator who is obsessed with helping others fall in love with themselves. You're exactly where you're meant to be if you're ready to become your hottest self, channel your inner badass, heal to level up, find the confidence to go after your goals and dreams, prioritize your mental health, and inspire others along the way. On this podcast, I'll help you tap into your Muse Era energy, but nothing is off the table. If it inspires us, we can chat about it. Are you ready? Let's do it, because your Muse Era is loading. Hi, guys. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Muse Era podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my gosh, this podcast has been years in the making. Seriously, I am so happy to report that I have finally gotten sick of my own shit, decided to stop playing small, and finally took the leap. If hearing that resonates with you at all, I know we're going to vibe. In this first episode, I'm going to break down what a Muse era is and how you can start leveling up right now, but first, here's a little bit about me and how I got here. First things first, I'm an astrology girly, okay? I'm a Virgo sun, Scorpio moon, Capricorn rising, and Leo Venus. I'm also a projector in human design, a mom to two of the cutest cats ever, Olive and Milo. I'm obsessed with mochas, hot Cheetos, and Taco Bell. If you don't order the side of nacho cheese at Taco Bell, what are you doing? Seriously, do it. It'll change your life. In fact, Taco Bell, if you're listening, you should sponsor me. This is my way of manifesting it. I'm just speaking it out into existence. I have worked in the entertainment industry for almost 10 years now specifically with celebrities and brands as a social media producer, content creator, and digital host. Ever since I could remember, being a host was my ultimate dream. I wanted to work for E! News, be the next Juliana Rancic, working with the next Ryan Seacrest, and interview celebrities for a living. And while I haven't specifically hosted interviews on camera for E! News yet, who knows, maybe it'll happen someday, I have worked with them multiple times for their socials and award shows. You're probably wondering why I'm bringing this up. Let's actually rewind to 2015 to about 2020. I still made my hosting dream come true, but I did it at Young Hollywood, and I'm so glad I did. Some of you listening to me right now know of me because of Young Hollywood, and those years were truly some of the best of my life. I met my closest friends there who are still in my life today. I interviewed celebrities multiple times a week and had truly the best time ever. I was so busy, I didn't even have the time to think about how much I was being perceived on a regular basis. Like, seriously, when I think back on it, it low-key gives me anxiety. But it's fine. We're, we're here, we're doing the thing, we're doing the podcast. I'm easing right back into it. The best part about this job was that I got to see my besties every single day. We got to go to shows and festivals for free. And all we had to do is capture it on social or do an interview. A dream, right? Honestly, I talked to a lot of people who have worked in this business, and that was a very specific experience that I don't think a lot of people get to have in their life, and I am really grateful. One of these days, we can deep dive into that time because we have some great stories. I've told them to people before, and they're like, wait, that happened to you? It sounds like a movie, and it actually felt like one. I cherish that time because I learned so much about life there. Love, heartbreak, friendship, spirituality, all of it. So fast forward a little bit, a few years into my hosting journey, I started noticing that all of my interviews started to gravitate towards self-love, healing, dating, mental health, etc. You know, the stuff that I really wanted to talk about. I didn't really want to talk about who so-and-so was wearing or what they were wearing or, you know, where they had dinner that night. I wanted to talk about the deep stuff. 
And that's what brings me to starting this podcast. People have told me how comfortable they feel with me, which is the biggest compliment ever. Like we're just hanging out over coffees or beers, talking about real shit. And one of my biggest goals for this podcast is that it feels the same for you. For the last couple of years from 2020 to now, my main job has been social media. Because it's my job, because it's my nine to five, a part of me sort of fell out of love with creating. I mean, you know how it is. Our generation is burnt out. I have to do it even when I don't want to. And after long days on set or at the office, for the longest time, it was the last thing that I wanted to do. So I took a break from hosting and was getting really comfy, like too comfy with not being seen anymore, not being perceived. All of my fears were in the driver's seat. And, you know, it was probably because it was COVID and all of us were kind of wondering what was going on in the world. And we were also forced to slow down and sit with our thoughts. During this time, I had created the perfectly safe little bubble where no mistakes could be made. I'm talking about mistakes on camera or on social media. For example, I couldn't get canceled if I didn't say anything. I couldn't get rejected if I didn't put myself out there. I wouldn't have to deal with the unknown if I had stayed content in my comfort zone. I was constantly in an inner battle fighting so hard against my own inner resistance when it came to creating content for myself and putting myself out there. I remember in 2020 when TikTok started gaining traction, I posted an old interview of mine and it immediately got 1 million views. I was so excited, but I also remember not posting for a while after that. And I think I had just gotten very used to not being seen, not having the attention on me. I was just like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. And I think it just made me feel like the pressure, the pressure to keep up. And I think I just turned the other way. Now, looking back, I kind of kicked myself in the ass for not taking advantage of that, but also I guess it just wasn't meant to be. So while in my comfort zone, I entered my self-improvement research era, if you will. I started therapy and I became obsessed with teaching myself things. One of my favorite things that I've taught myself is tarot. It is the best. I have so much fun with it. I have a good amount of decks. One of my favorite decks is called the Muse Tarot and no, I didn't create it, but I do love it so much. And I love reading for people. During this time, I just wanted to sit on my laptop, read books, and learn all by myself. One of my favorite quotes in the world is, a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. Ugh, I, even just saying that right now, I got chills. I love it because it is so true. Think about it. Growth happens on the outside of the comfort zone. Think about all the times where you felt so comfortable and content in your life you're like, wow, this probably feels really great, right? But do you think that you were in like a growth era and a growth period? There's a time and place to honor comfort. You know, it's warm, it's snuggly, it's cozy. You don't want to leave it. But when you become complacent, that's when it's time to start asking yourself some hard questions. And that's what I did with myself. So fast forward to this past year. I realized that I was pouring all of my creative energy into other people's dreams and not enough into mine. I went on a press tour for a huge movie this past summer And I was gone for a few months. And while it was honestly really cool and had its perks, I missed most of my family and friends' birthdays and really just my day-to-day life. My mental health was not great. I was craving stability. I was missing waking up in my own apartment, hanging out with my cats, making a hot coffee, having a slow morning with my boyfriend, the small things, the small day-to-day things. It was all that I wanted. Being away from my loved ones and my routine woke up something in me. Now let's fast forward again to after that realization to a few months ago when I decided that I wanted to start this specific podcast. For the last few months, this has been my routine. 
I wake up before the sun. I work on Musera. I go to set for some TV shows, take meetings in their staircases, answer emails, capture content with talent. Then I come home and I continue working on Musera. And in between all of that, I listen to other women in business. I listen to their podcasts. I learn from entrepreneurs. I'm listening to YouTube. I'm just trying to soak up all this information while also trying to fit in the gym, make healthy meals, spend time with my loved ones. And it can be a lot. And honestly, even just saying all of that to you right now was kind of exhausting. But the point of me bringing this up is that I've been inspired to create for myself again. And there's nothing more rewarding than using your creative power to make something that's yours and yours only. If I can inspire even just one of you listening, I know it'll be worth it. Okay, so enough of that. Let's jump in into why we're all here, which is entering your muse era. So what is a muse? In Greek mythology, the muses are the inspirational goddesses of literature, science, and the arts. If you've ever watched the Disney movie Hercules, you've seen them. They're the tiny little women who sing songs and then morph themselves into the vases. I recently watched this movie for the first time in forever on a cozy weekend, and it was the best. 10 out of 10 recommend. Also, listen to Ariana Grande's cover of I Won't Say I'm in Love and Thank Me Later. A more common definition of a muse is a person who is the source of inspiration for a creative artist. So that can be anyone. Like if someone writes a song or poem about you, you're their muse. If your content inspires someone to start posting, you're their muse. Now you're probably wondering why the word muse. I wish I had a really straightforward answer, but honestly, I've just always been obsessed with this word. I have it tattooed on my right wrist. It's always called out to me. I think it's just the cutest, coolest word. And even looking back on my old social media posts, that word was kind of sprinkled in. I used to watch movies or listen to music and think about how cool and romantic it is to have someone write a song, a poem, or a letter, or create any sort of art for you and about you. I know I've inspired some songs out there, but that's a story for another time. Also, there's something about being not only someone's inspiration, but your own inspiration that is so fun to me. So now, what is a muse era? To me, it's a way of being and existing, and I don't think the era should ever end. So for example, like our queen, Taylor Swift, and her eras, there's a beginning and an ending, and each one serves its purpose. While I recognize that most, if not all things, have a beginning and ending, I believe that a muse era is a constant, even if we forget it from time to time. It's always there. It's like the embodiment of knowing and loving yourself, knowing you can always come back to yourself if you get a little lost sometimes, and you can do it while inspiring others along the way. Something that I really love about the phrase muse era is that the initials are M-E, which is me which is basically the whole point of me starting this podcast and the Muse Air brand, because society tells us that it's selfish to think about ourselves, that in order to be an honorable and classy woman, for example, we should put everyone before us 24-7. But I hope hearing the phrase Muse Era reminds you that you are just as important, if not more, because you can't pour from an empty cup, baby. I also believe that we all have Muse Era energy inside. It's just a matter of finding it and giving yourself permission to let it out. So you're probably like, how do you tap into Musera energy? I will give you three simple tips for this first episode, and then I hope you'll join me for more. So tip number one, just decide that you're tapping into it. Literally, it's that simple. Us humans love to make things complicated and overanalyze. And trust, I'm a Virgo sun. Overanalyzing is my middle name. But really, it can be as simple as just deciding that you're tapping into it. Decide who you want to be and start showing up as them. 
Who is your ideal self? What would he, she, they do? Regardless of your answer, you are a baddie and it's time that you start acting like one. Tip number two, start to pour all the love that you share with others and give some to yourself. Remember that muse era is M-E, me. You can't pour from an empty cup as cliche as it sounds and your loved ones won't want you to. I'm going to say it again. Your loved ones won't want you to. Something that I also like to think about is how our minds and our bodies try their absolute hardest to protect us and keep us alive. Is that not just the cutest thought ever? I think about this all the time and it just makes me so happy. I hope after you hear that, you'll give yourself more love day to day. Now, a little tidbit on top of this tip number two is affirmations really help. I love affirmations so much that I even created a free list of my own that I'll link in the show notes in case you're interested, but they have helped me tremendously with my self-belief and self-image. My favorite way to use affirmations is in the steam room. So I go to the gym, I go to Equinox and they have an amazing steam room that I always do before I take a shower. And that's always my me time, my muse era time, if you will. I just get into the steam room and I close my eyes. And while I'm taking deep breaths and I'm calming my nervous system down, I just close my eyes and say a few affirmations to myself in my head. And I always feel like a badass after. I swear it works. Just trust me on this, okay? And lastly, tip number three, believe that if people can inspire you, you can inspire others. That's my secret sauce to this whole thing. You can be a muse simply because you exist. You are a muse simply because you exist. Okay, I hope those three tips helped. If today's episode resonated with you at all and you feel called to reach out to me, please do. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on socials at Nicole C. Koch on everything and at muse.era.podcast on Instagram. There's also a link in the show notes and about me section where you can sign up for a free list of my affirmations and get on the list for my newsletter. I love you muses. I'll talk to you next week.